0: Hello and welcome to the Heat Unmissables podcast, possibly the world's only weekly pop culture podcast, although it probably isn't, but we're sticking with that. Yes, Kay. That's the voice of Kay Ribeiro, uh, one of my esteemed colleagues. I'm also joined by another esteemed colleague, Steph Seelen. Hello. The same esteemed colleagues who join me every single week (laughs) to look through the best things in pop culture and what a week it is. Not only do we have the new series of Game of Thrones, (gasps) which we're going to review, we've also got the film Dunkirk, possibly, spoiler alert, the best film of the year. We've got some craft show on Channel 4 that Kay forced (laughs) us to watch. We've got Top of the Lake 2, possibly the most highly anticipated new TV series for me, for ages. Ewan Rion's got an album out. Oh, God. Well, I mean, who knew? It's been out for two years, but we're reviewing <laughs> a it. Lot anyway. of knew. We
1: just heard about it, though.
0: Exactly. And we said we'd review it last week. So we will, because <laughs> we keep our promises. And something called Ozark, which <gasps> is on. Name? But it's it is the latest place. drama to hit Netflix this Friday in full. And it stars Jason Bateman. And on top of all of that, we're going to talk about the new Doctor Who. What? Which was just announced this weekend. And I actually spoke to the new Doctor Who admittedly, months ago, but I talked to her about the possibility of her being Doctor Who. No. Yes. what did she say? Well, she said she was kind of... She, well, she joked about it mainly. So, first of all, should we start with that Doctor Who news? Yeah, I know yeah. you two are huge Whovians.
1: No, I've been converted. But, but I, I like a hullabaloo. You.
2: Yeah, is what I like. You
0: like a hullabaloo?
2: Yeah, I like it when people get all whipped up for no reason. People are whipped up about this. They are, yeah. The Why? ridiculous people, not the pogs, the ridiculous contingent. Oh, she's, no.
1: she's great. I loved her in Broadchurch. church.
0: The Rupogs, ridiculous people yeah, on the ground. Yeah,
1: the Rupogs. <laughs> it's the new
0: thing. Yesterday morning, on uh, I woke up and, and Radio Five Live had a phone in, which they have, in, and they talked about the doctor, the new doctor being female, being Jodie Whitaker mm. and what people thought. And they, they did have because a lot of people are saying, "Oh, well, there aren't that many people who are complaining about it," and mm. it's, you know, liberals are imagining they are, but actually, they had loads of angry white male middle-aged people phoning in to say they were really? furious, and it was political. Correctness the morning, Malcolm's. It most was
1: political. Correctness, correctness gone but mad about having a woman for so long why in in 2017
2: are we having a discussion whether a woman could or should play a fictional role
0: but people are saying because they're called time lords the alien race that the doctor is part of Mm -hmm. is called the time lords and people are so literal About this <laughs> phrase Literally people going And one bloke Kept going on about it They're called time lords Not time ladies Not time, time lordettes The only reason That is complete nonsense Is because For the last few years They've mm. established Quite clearly that The master Who is also a time lord And is the doctor's nemesis On the show As I'm sure you both know Full yeah. well Of course,
1: no, we, no, do. course we do Stop so no. telling me things I know
0: Regenerated into a missy Who's a woman so a Time Lord, the Master, has been a woman effectively for the last few years, and that so they've completely established the fact that a Time Lord can regenerate from a man into a woman. Anyway, so it's all dealt with in the mythology of the show, right? But more importantly, Jodie Whittaker is a brilliant actress, and she. Nice. I mean, that's the point, exactly.
2: So it's not even like a rubbish person they're getting in; they're getting a bona fide actress who is fantastic. What I mean, I think of the moaning Malks and the negative Nancy Stone watch. Then I mean,
1: isn't that a good thing? Can I ask an actual? A scientific question about Doctor Who because obviously it's based on science yeah. right is, is Doctor Who a shape-shifting alien
0: yeah he is <laughs> he slushy. she is it, it is right yeah. okay so why does it, it matter well it doesn't I mean it absolutely 100% doesn't I mean it does matter in one sense because obviously this character's been played by a man because everyone has assumed it should be a man for the last you know, since it began, <laughs> decades right. ago. Um, and all 12 previous inclinations have been played by a man. So, you know, this has blown the mind of small-minded people who can't... But they've laid the groundwork, is what I'm saying, in the show. So if you're a fan of the show, you know right. full well this is all absolutely fine. And if you're a human being with any common sense, you know, it's absolutely fine. So it is just this tiny, weird minority. People do see it as part of the whole, you know... Feminization of pop culture oh, you know Wonder Woman you know I mean these people complain about oh, Ghostbusters the female version Wonder Woman by the way on set on course to become the highest grossing box office film of the year in America which is oh. going to be brilliant oh, boy, anyway the stats. anyway it's, the point is Jodie Whittaker is brilliant so of course she was, the re- she was Chris Chibnall who took over the running of mm. Doctor who's taking it over from now on after the Christmas special she was in Broadchurch here at Broadchurch so that's why I brought it up in the interview I did with her about Broadchurch back in February and she was like oh yeah I could be in Doctor Boy Who Boyd
1: knew so, Boy, so, so sensed it will Pearl Mackey mm. still be the assistant no one
0: knows we don't know Oh, the, rumor the rumor has it that she she won't, and that she she'd have just been a one season companion, which is a shame because she was brilliant. And Absolutely. she was really good. I liked yeah. her, and
1: she's lovely. And will but will they now to just appease all the I don't know these moany hoovians? <laughs> will they get a male?
0: Big question. In their rightful role,
1: just standing on the side, assisting (laughs) all us women out there. That is
0: a very interesting question. I mean, I think we don't know again. That's but that must be that's that's a big decision they have to make because I think it would be really exciting if they go with a female companion and the show is effectively two women running around the universe. I mean, I
2: think people, some people will implode.
0: They they will. Um, but I, mean, I don't mind either way personally. But it'll be fascinating to see which way they go, go. with they go with? They've been male companions down the years, but there I, hasn't been one. For I just of a...
1: think they're going to go. People are going to go nuts if it's two women, though, will not they? If they're already going nuts because the yeah. time the Time Lord is now yeah. Time Lordette, yeah. then oh my god, two women! They're just gonna... uh, do you yeah. think they'll stop watching?
0: No, I think well, if if whoever stops watching, fine. You know, I don't really care if some
1: sixty-year-old
0: white males stop watching, fine. But it's (sighs) it's it's it's, it's, you know, it's a family show. It's for kids and kids. Mm. I think young girls are going to be hugely excited about it in the same way they're excited about the lead of Star Wars being a woman. You know,
1: first Beyonce, then Michelle Obama, now a Time laudette. Oh my God, it's just going crazy out there.
0: So that is the new Doctor Who. And now, of course, it's time for our weekly talk about what we've all been watching and, and discussing and thinking about this week in the world of pop culture. Steph Seelan.
1: I'm going to jump in and say, I, we reviewed it a few weeks ago, Fearless, with a delightful Helen McCrory. Now, cast your mind back to when I cast aspersions on the inclusion of John Bishop in Fearless, okay?
0: Not only did you cast aspersions, you said he was... You said he was rubbish. I'm paraphrasing shit. Okay, (laughs)
1: You wanted to text him, you said. What I will say is that (laughs) He is barely in it now, and he, in the show, oh. he's gone off to Norway to do some, some photography thing. Okay, so I. That's I, a direct result of listening I to this, they got rid of him. Yeah. I think he jarred, as I said, and now it's. I mean, I'm really enjoying it. It's fantastic. Kelly McCrory's great. I can see her doing this. So you're still slagging him off then. I'm just <laughs> saying that I said something, and then on oh, screen, yeah. it happened. For a
0: minute, I thought you were going to kind of do a reverse fair and say you were wrong, and you admit that you were wrong. But no, no it's, it's actually the opposite. Like you were so right, they've got rid of him. I'm so um, ferreting yeah. in the same direction. Um, McCrory is lovely, and she does want it. I interviewed her for this very magazine, mm. and she was absolutely incredibly nice, actually. And um, she did say she would like to carry on doing it for years. She's so into it.
1: Well, I wasn't as much into the first episode, but now mm. the bishop's got the old heave ho in Norway. I've, it's it's excellent.
0: I've got to catch up with it. Yeah, very good. Kay,
2: as you know, I'm still very oh deeply God. immersed into Love Island. Now, I'm not going to go on about it because I know you two
1: look long... down on it. How long has it on for it? 75 weeks? Yeah, that how and it's ending okay.
2: next week. Right. So we're gearing up for the finale. It is very <laughs> exciting. Just want to say that I still cannot stand Olivia. But anyway, I'll move on to episodes, um, which is uh, the... Sitcom starring Matt LeBlanc, uh, Tamsin Gregg, and Stephen Mangan, which I went to the screening of because series four is returning. Exclusive. Yes, that is exclusive. I can reveal. Is it
0: embargoed? Are you Uh allowed to talk about it?
2: I'm not going to say anything more oh, than okay. it's coming out mid-September just and it's the the final season. So okay. get Fine ready for that. Final season, yeah. mm. and, and Matt
0: LeBlanc was there at the screening, wasn't he? Doing he was, wasn't he? <gasps> Yeah, Ooh, was he hilarious? Jerry. He was. He was a
2: very amusing. And they said that um, they were all like, even though they're sad that it's over, they're happy to go out on a high because they think don't stay, beh- you know, past your.
0: Yes. Yes, I like episodes. Yeah, it's good. Um, what have you
2: been watching Boyd?
0: Well, actually, I went to a screening this week of a thing called Man in the Orange Shirt, which I wasn't even going to mention, but now you mention mentioned screenings, you've inspired me because <laughs> it was around so on the same day as Dunkirk, which I'm about. To, so I had this incredible day of screenings. So I went to see Dunkirk at about four o'clock at the Science Museum IMAX. Have you ever been? Do you know there's an IMAX at the Science no, Museum? I didn't. No, yeah, I didn't. it's the second biggest IMAX cinema in the country, and it's What's within the, the, one? the, the one on bowels the about? of the, the biggest one is the BFI Waterloo one High. at Waterloo. Yeah. This is it's a huge thing, and it's been within the science museum. It's almost like, how do they fit in? It's like a TARDIS situation, like, and, it, and it takes about 10 minutes to get there anyway. That's by the by. After that, which I'm going to talk back to, um, back to Dunkirk in a minute, I went to see – I had a race against time. As soon as it finished, I had to go to the BFI on the South Bank to watch the new BBC One thing, one-off drama called Man in the Orange Shirt. And which is part of their gay season, commemorating the 50th anniversary of the oh, decriminalisation yeah. of n- most homosexuals—not yeah. all. Um, and anyway, it's brilliant, Who's absolutely it? phenomenal. Anyone Vanessa Redgrave's in it. This is the oh. main thing because she yep. was on the doing, did the Q and A, and she only agreed that she would do the Q and A on the morning of it. Imagine that! Like, I mean, oh, stressful like for them. Stressful, yeah. <laughs> yes. And she was incredible. She was such a legend. And she was holding forth just about everything, like about Donald Trump and oh, the wow. state of the world and this, that and the other. It was unbelievable. Oh. And it's a brilliant show. So watch out for that coming soon. But the main thing is Dunkirk.
1: Okay, so clear your ears for 35 minutes while Boyd talks about Dunkirk.
0: Uh, I could talk about it for about 10 hours. Yeah.
1: Go, yeah. Well, go, let's get started. I feel like it's getting there. It's,
0: are you taking the...
1: Please. No, we're really <laughs> no, it's excited because we all saw all the pictures today I'm from excited. the premiere. Yeah, it's yeah, very exciting, yeah. and everyone Harry had a lot Styles, to say. But Harry Styles. and I didn't get to go, so you're you're yeah. our no,
0: like, main
2: source. You weren't
0: allowed to go, yeah? yeah. were considered too dangerous. <laughs> but <for you laughs> In to case there are a lot of
1: places we can't go because we're considered yeah. too dangerous. Yeah.
0: Um, so this is you'll have read about it obviously all over the place. This is Christopher Nolan of the Dark Knight trilogy, Inception, and Interstellar fame. <laughs> One of the greatest directors in the world today, if not the greatest?
1: I would say he's, my, he's, yeah? he's probably favorite? my favourite director, yeah, yeah. actually. Maybe yeah.
0: me too, yeah. He's also a writer. He usually co-writes himself with his brother. This he wrote on his own and is directed, obviously, on his own. And um, it's his big war film, Telling the Story of Dunkirk, as the title would suggest. Do you know what the story of Dunkirk is, you, yes. you youngsters?
2: I don't. I wouldn't oh, mind a okay. Oh, Come I on, do. Well, like, okay. well like, okay. I do. So the big thing about... Just...
0: The, the reason why Dunkirk is such an incredible story is 400,000... British troops, actually Allied troops, the British and, and French were stranded on the mm. beach so it's, it's this small coastal town in France and the Germans had arrived and the Germans basically overla- Boy, it's
1: looking at me really intensely but I'm the one who knows the story, turn it to, to doesn't know oh, I'm just looking at you all
0: both i incorporate you both in my okay, eye all line right, okay. yeah. um, <laughs> so these 400,000 troops were stranded and the Germans basically had them at their disposal, they had they had Bombers overhead in the air. They had people on the ground, <gasps> Germans on the ground, German ready. Pogs. Yeah, ready, oh ready God. to attack them. And they were kind of occupying. They'd invaded and occupying this this town. And so the the troops had to be somehow rescued. They were just trapped. Mm. They were either going to be killed by the Germans. And and there was like, what, how, what way out was there? So what they did was they tried to send ships big British, you know, as big as ships as they could find, but there were hardly any available, and they couldn't afford, you know, the British government couldn't afford to send them out. It was a big thing. It was a big emergency. So in the end, what they did very famous, the most famous element of it is, they got they got all British private citizens who had boats and yachts and anything at all that was capable of going on the sea to go there, and to help with the rescue thing, and one of the brilliant things, one of the amazing things about the film is, if you don't know that, that was, yeah. like, I mean, it's, obviously it's a fact, and people yeah. do know about it, but it's an amazing oh, moment. It's a
1: fact, Everyone, is it? You know, yeah, it's an yeah.
0: amazing moment when that element of the story happens. But this is a whole overview of so there. It's the whole story is split into the narrative of the film is split into three. So and it explains it at the beginning. So it literally says on on the on, you know yeah. kind of on the screen it says land and that period of time is in, in depicting the film is a week air that period of time depicting the film is an hour yeah and uh, another period of time is a day see
1: but it, i mean if you it like. really
0: so it so weirdly so it intercuts throughout the it, film with these three settings with three sets of characters in the in on land is air that and jarring? sea so it's so you think mm. oh my god this is confusing but you you get used to it so but after about 10 50 minutes of this stuff you realize that you're going to see certain incidents that take place in that hour played out later in the bit that takes place in a week or a day. Do you see what I mean? So you see incidents from different points of view, different Mm. characters' points of view, at different times in the film, and it makes it incredibly clever. It's it's like this incredibly immersive experience, like you're immersed in the world of being a soldier or an airman or whatever, or a sailor, in the middle of the situation. And it is absolutely astonishing. It's filmed in... Um, the IMAX format. So it's like a massive, massive... Go and see it in the biggest screen you can find, preferably an IMAX screen. And it literally you're kind of like... You're living in this incredible world um, of, and trying to survive. And it's just about the soldiers, yeah. really, trying to survive. How, are they, they going to be able to escape? Are they going to be rescued? Yeah. Can they avoid being killed by the Germans? And, of course, Harry Styles is one of the main gang. There's like three or four young soldiers who we follow from their point of view throughout it. And he's one of those one of those soldiers. The main one is Fionn Whitehead. But the whole, f- all the stuff about on the ground with these young soldiers is seen through Fionn Whitehead's point of view, the shy actor. But he's very passive. He's just kind of observing it all. Whereas Harry Styles, interestingly, his character is more active and actually ends up having a key scene in the film where he's mm-hmm. kind of behaving quite, quite immorally. And it's all about the morality of how do you save, work out how to save yourself or do you save your yeah. fellow soldiers? And he's got a key moment in that and he's really, really good in it. And it's like... It's like nothing else you've ever seen, basically. You think you've seen, oh, it's a war film, you know, but there's just nothing ever like this before.
1: I mean, awesome. I heard, did hear Kenneth Branagh say that it's it's probably the closest... Obviously, you can never replicate the true horrors mm. of war, but no. it is the closest you're going to get, and yeah. I think you just said it's Absolutely. A, you, it's a real immersive experience. Yeah. I cannot wait so to see So is this. your verdict, because obviously everyone
2: was very interested in Harry Styles' debut, so is your verdict that it was a good performance It's
0: it's a, It's completely... Uh, it's, there's nothing wrong with it no, it's like he he fits in so it's it's, a, it's one of the most ensemble ensemble films ever like, i know people say that but really because you're following these three groups of people you know and in his group that who are on land trying to be rescued with these other kids basically he completely if you didn't know him if you had never heard of harry styles if you're mm. like you know some old people will go and see this film who won't have heard of him you know probably they won't bat an eyelid so it's just like he's as good as the professional actors around him you know, who have all been mm. trained at RADA or whatever yeah. and he completely, he's, he's absolutely great. Yeah, so I, I was, you know, I was like, I you're know it's a cliche but after about, initially you're like, oh, there he is, you know, he's not in the first 20 minutes then he arrives and then he's in it throughout and you're like, oh, it's Harry Styles and you keep thinking about him and looking at his haircut and this, that and the other and then you're like, <laughs> he's just really good at this character and he's more of a character. That's the interesting thing for me than the other soldiers really there's more to him to his character he has to do more stuff and say more stuff mm. than the, his fellow soldiers in the film and I think that's clearly why Christopher Nolan cast Harris, him yeah. no not because he's host stars. I think oh. just because they, they were looking for someone with a bit of charisma and a bit of and something extra to them and he definitely brings it. Well, brings it I it. that
1: is a relief because my only concern about this film, because as I said, I love Christopher Nolan, yeah. was that at some point I was going to go, oh, there's Harry Styles the pop star been put in this Do Dan film. Do not be concerned. Okay. There
0: is no concern. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, mean, I think
0: I've made it crystal clear. Have I made it crystal clear? This
1: Yeah. Well, I'm a real history buff. I absolutely love, I watch uh, a lot of documentaries. Who knew? So I can't wait to see it.
0: Go, you've got to go and see it. I'm very excited. It opens on Friday. Mm. Let's move on to the meat as we like to call it, of the week. Let's start with Top of the Lake 2, China Girl. It's actually called Top of the Lake, colon, China Girl. It starts next Thursday, 27th of July, on BBC Two at 9 o'clock. And let me say now, in case I forget to mention, the BBC iPlayer, it will be making available the rest of the series, the whole series, in box set slash, you know, streaming Netflix style. It's all dropping that night, which is brilliant. No!
2: No, but I don't want it to be dropped. I'm just saying, Why right not? Now. No, because I, I really enjoyed the first episode yeah. and I want to enjoy it on a weekly basis. So I'm not going to binge it. I'm just old, just school. Uh-huh. Old, old school. school. I was doing Are it you? old school. That's how good it is. You're
0: going to binge it Oh you?
2: my God, I'm going to yeah. binge
0: it. I've already started binging it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Did you watch Top of the Lake One?
1: Yeah, I, I get the loved, feeling you did. I love Would top you of like the to Lake. fill us
0: in on the whole background slash okay. uh Top of the Lake Two? You know, where do we pick up Right, cetera, okay. So
1: the incredible Elizabeth Moss, she of Mad Men and of Top of the Lake One. Um The Handmaid's Tale. And Handmaid's recently. Tale, of course, which is still is it still on still now? Going? Yeah, it's still on. So she um is a policewoman and in the in the first Top of the Lake, do you want me just to t- tell you what happened in the first yeah, top of the why Lake? not? Okay, so in the first Top of the Lake, she is drafted in. In because there's a mystery um, she's drafted into New Zealand and there's a mystery about a girl who has gone missing and she's kind of drafted into her old hometown to find out what has happened to this girl I'm not going to give away any spoilers because if you haven't watched the first Top of the Lake you really really should but the ju- kind of the dual story in the first top of the lake is that she goes back to her hometown and she has to confront some demons of her own past, um, and also her. She's got family issues. Her mother is dying, and she's got an old boyfriend there, and she's got also got a terrible secret. But I, mean, I don't want to say too much else about it because otherwise it just gives the whole. The yeah. whole and thing I'm going to go back and watch that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I won't because it's yeah, yeah. really really good now. It kind of brings me on to the point that I felt when I started watching this that if you hadn't watched Top of the Lake, the first series, you would have been very confused about why she was so anguished. Because to fill you in on where this starts, she's off, very traumatized. Isn't she's she? really traumatized. Um, it begins. She's she's back in Sydney. She was originally from Sydney. She's back in Sydney. She's back in the police service, and she's obviously come back to work after a trauma, um, and she's reading a letter which is, oh, i try trying to say this without saying, giving it too much away. I think
0: you can give away, you can give away, I mean, she solved the crime in, in New Zealand. She solved the crime in New she Zealand. She gave up a baby for adoption. This is all explained, this is all the premise. You know, She yeah, gave up a baby for adoption when she was a teenager. But you don't
1: find that out until halfway kind of through top of the late one.
0: Oh right, but oh okay, you don't want to spoil Top of Lake One, yeah, but I think we've got to... well, you know, I'm sorry, but I mean it's spoils me That's not now, so spoiling it's fine. The, crime, the crime. I thought you were talking about the crime, the crime story of Top of Lake One. Okay, the
1: crime so she had a baby story. Yeah, I
0: think we can say. That. We okay, it. she had a baby. She
1: had to give it up, but because the, <laughs> the crime story is interwoven with her personal sure. relationships and what happened to her and why she gave up the baby. That's why. Oh yeah,
0: well I'm not. Yeah, but okay. we can still. I've said. I've said. I've said, it, I've said enough. Sorry,
1: sorry Pogs. This is very convoluted. Anyway, so she's reading a letter from the. Baby that she gave up and that child is now a teenager back in Sydney and at the same time as you're kind of living it through her eyes you see a couple who push a suitcase into the sea and you later find out that their suitcase has a body in it you then find out that she's looking for her she's looking for her daughter and the two the case of the body and her daughter are interlinked in some way, and I feel that that's enough information without giving away the spoilers. What that's do you think? That's good
0: summary. Good summary. Yeah, we, uh, I think we can say that the daughter is living with uh, her adoptive parents, Nicole Kidman, Nicole Kidman, who is
1: now a late-life now, lesbian. Yeah, she's, yeah.
0: she's now uh, with a woman. Yeah, and, left and her I'm husband, actually obsessed with that family. Yeah, so they're living together. Very defunc- dysfunctionally. Very, very dysfunctional. He and the daughter. Still get on, maybe rather slightly weirdly too closely, I felt. I think
1: it's very strange.
0: But Nicole Kidman's character, the adoptive mother, is pretty much estranged from the spoiled brat I feel of the daughter. I mean She is such a brat. Such a brat. And the daughter is dating, in fact yeah, she's dating this horrendous guy called Puss who is doing something in this brothel. I mean, this, this all again. You look at me like I'm spoiling too much. I'm not. This is this is stuff that happens in the first episode. Okay, (laughs) okay. Honestly, and yeah, he's like he takes her to this brothel, and hangs out with the prostitutes in the brothel, who are a lot of them are um, immigrants brought in. You know, kind of Chinese girls. Yeah, he seems quite nice to them. I mean, he's trying to teach
2: them English. Yeah, no, no, he's trying to educate them, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's all it's all being set up these these are the connections we don't know you know obviously you know yeah. I, i've watched episode 2 by the way okay. so episode 2 interestingly because you're talking about the trauma that's this the, the the mysterious trauma explains right at the beginning there's a flashback in episode 2 that explains what's happened to it kind of wish the they had time. that at the beginning of episode yeah, 1 yeah it's very interesting right? <laughs> well this is partly maybe you should binge it What well, explain? Really does know. it explain
1: what happens to robin yes right okay so who is the th- main character yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, explains that what in in the gap between New Zealand and Sydney. And yeah. there's a big thing that happened involving oh her relationship. Yeah. Well, this and is- it's amazing that that scene is, is on its own amazing. But I know you're about to say, I, th- I feel you're about to This is, we should say it's co-created by Jane Campion mm. the of the pianist fame, this incredible filmmaker slash writer. And what I was going to say before is it's just weird that the thing about Top of the Lake 1 was that it was a crime story mm. yes and it was a who done it and there was an answer to that and that she solved the crime but it was also a completely bizarre set of characters doing stuff that behaving in a way and saying stuff that other norm characters in in TV shows don't really do and i think that's the genius of it for mm, me it's
1: truly original and that's carried
0: on even more mm. in this in this series i think you know you get so Gwendolyn Christie of Game of Thrones oh, plays a new Tal. partner just doing weird at one point in the first episode, she just starts doing a <laughs> song and dance she had thing. a helmet on yeah, a, a cycle helmet on, helmet on. Right. yeah right i
2: did think that was random but i loved her yeah, for it yeah
0: random people do and say random <laughs> stuff there's a whole bit there's a, this group of um young guys who gather in a in a in a in a coffee shop and they what the are geeks, they
2: doing? The geeks are basically just reviewing the prostitutes.
0: They're reviewing the prostitutes, but you don't really, you know, and, and that kind of we go back to them throughout the thing, and they're doing and saying stuff that's really weird and dodgy. Anyway, I think it's incredible because it's got that the, – there is the there is the crime story, interested in that, but I think it's mainly about how weird and bizarre people are, that, how the yeah. spoiled brat teenager is being really horrible to she her mum. Well, I,
1: I didn't – I anything? actually didn't – I – Firstly, I yeah. think people are just generally weird anyway, so I didn't right. find them that weird. I okay. didn't find them that weird because I think our oh, people are weird, and also I kind of didn't feel that that sport. Brat thing- I didn't think of her as sport because she was obviously so traumatized by the the breaking up of her pair of her adopted parents and i think that just came through immediately that she completely blamed her mum she found her her mum played nicole kidman she mm. found her mum kind of like she just couldn't stand her and she didn't want to support her mum was obviously a strong female character and she just didn't like her and the trauma of them her parents splitting up had made her like that i didn't feel like she was spoiled i felt like she was just a teenager kind of who was actually like, had a lot of anguish.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm not saying there's no reason for it to be so but she is definitely still spoiled.
1: She was just I like, I didn't get I, that at all. Really. I, 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 I found, found her
0: very, British. British. Oh, I find com- very annoying. She's very
2: unlikable that we're the characters. Yeah. But, um, and she's know. with
0: this grotesque him. He's horrible. That her... she's, very,
2: she's very condescending yeah. and, like, yeah. you know, oh, God, she was just horrendous yeah, I agree and you. quite antagonistic. Yeah. But also, that guy is his. Her boyfriend yeah, is course. incredibly creepy, incredibly creepy named. and the relationship with her adopted father is very odd yeah. because you know, bearing in mind, this girl is 17 and the boyfriend's in his 40s, and this father doesn't seem to bat an eyelid the fact that they almost certainly were going to her
1: room to have sex and, in fact, bought them dessert. In but, bed. That, but that, that and that, I just thought, oh, well, that's he, he's <laughs> so desperate, they're obviously. He's so desperate to keep that connection with her because he can see Even that post-mets. Nicole Kidman doesn't have that connection, that he's just like, I'll do anything. <laughs> and he just loves her unconditionally. He was like, well, if she's happy, I don't want her to... Because she's got the... she. She seems like the kind of teenager that would run off if her parents disagreed with some with her do you know what i mean so i think he he's just being yes, like that well, and being right. exe- yeah. exe- i don't find that spoiled i don't know why it is odd also like how he handled the fact that um his
2: wife's become a lesbian and left him he's very calm about it all i'm saying is watch out for him i bet you he's a massive wronger
0: yeah i agree okay? yeah, I oh, just just any it? any father yeah. brings sex his yeah. daughter
2: his daughter after
1: you know well, post-call post <laughs> top of post-causal the lake one, Food fest. Top of the lake one is kind of a, a situation where you think, oh, don't actually don't trust anybody because mm. yeah, I mean, no, you like, shouldn't.
0: It's, yeah. it's, it is a still a who This is still who done it. Yeah, Bottom yeah, yeah.
1: line, don't trust anyone. But what
0: did you think though, Kate? Because you, you hadn't watched top of the lake one, had you? obviously, you? you made crystal clear. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I really,
2: did... really enjoyed this, Good. and it's made me want to go back and watch series one. I thought it'd be too scary for me. I'm a scaredy cat. So in fact, when I watched this one, I said to Boyd, pray, watch the first episode, am I going to be scared?" He's like. No, you won't. It's just there
0: will be scary stuff coming up, oh, but god. not the first episode. Oh, oh god! You're fine. Might have to, okay yeah.
2: come to yours and watch it. Anyway, so I'm gonna watch uh, <laughs> series one and um, yeah, this this is really really good and also I like that it's such a strong female cast
0: incredible female cast
2: Nicole Kidman
1: isn't is she having the 12 months of her life her age is doing very Uh, well right
0: now the kid kid renaissance Kidman renaissance it's
1: unbelievable Kidnaissance um,
0: kidnaissance it's just
1: that she's making these good choices I don't know what it is post fifty, she just seems to have been making these incredible choices I think it
0: is I was going to say that I think this is one of the strongest years of any Um, major actor in the history of television film I can't
1: believe it she's just uh, had success after success after success and of course oh we didn't even mention Emmy nominations so Big Little Lies 16 nods for the Emmys, by the way. Also, The Crown. I think it's 22. That's why we didn't
0: mention them. 22 nods. We're going to get bogged down. Girls
1: snubbed. So many snubs. Jimmy Fallon snubbed. Anyway, that's that's an aside. That's
0: fine. But what did you think as a Top of the Lake fan?
1: I am deeply in love with the character Robin. Elizabeth, I love the character. She's just so complex and damaged and as you know I love it when there are characters that are deeply unlikable and hugely flawed and so this is just everyone in this oh has wait, so a she, you're
0: saying she's deeply unlikable you're, so you're, you're fine with unlikable. a British teenage but you, but you said, you're fine with a brat but think, you think you think um, Robin is a line likeable. I think
1: she is unlikable oh, no. she's unlikable she's, she's unlike no, no no she's unlikable to all the people around her, she I love her as a, a person, <coughs> right? Like in it, but I don't think she. true at the people around her. She's unlike no, the idiots, she, she's harsh. Yeah, the,
0: the, 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 the cops, the horrible, yeah, but what i mean is,
1: yeah, but idiots. I like yeah. that, they're, that she's betray, she's portrayed as because right. there's, there's a scene in it where she's trying to teach these young police officers things, yeah. And she comes across because they don't know her backstory, she comes across as quite a bitch, doesn't she? Don't you think? Well,
0: but I think only because they, they are such, yes, but that's what twats.
1: I mean. But I like the I, fact I, I that would, Do
0: you right. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Just about I think <laughs> but I think I think We've she both had herself valid points, yeah, I think she herself is a completely brilliant person, yeah, I agree, and is is nice to the right people, yeah. in her life um and and but she's surrounded by absolute twats, yeah. you know, and all these the the, the male colleagues. Oh, yeah,
2: the misogyny in the
0: police force. Yeah, the misogyny in the police force. And, um, you know, all, all the people she comes across, apart, apart from Gwendolyn Christie, interestingly, and mm. even then it takes a t- does take her time to warm up to Gwendolyn Christie's character. Speak to a lot, though. But that's for the opposite. So Gwendolyn Christie's character, Christie, Gwendolyn Christie's character, is clearly worships her and kind of mm. has a crush on her yeah, because she's heard that she's done this heroic, solve this crime in New Zealand. And she doesn't like that either. She doesn't like the fact that she's being worshipped by when no. the question. She makes that clear in episode two, actually. Oh does she? Yeah, that she finds it a bit annoying, but she does kind of in the end. I think she thaws. I just think it's I think it's one of the greatest mm. things on TV of recent years. You know,
1: you, you said last week I can't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> we were saying, um in the dark, I think we were saying that it's really interesting when you ha when you care as much about the personal yeah. story oh, of that police. Yeah. This is the same as that. I that think this is even so more oh, I, I really
0: yeah. do. I think it's almost like stealth. I think the crime drama for me in Top of the Lake 1 and 2 is like a stealth way of actually just having Jane Campion talking about m- modern people mm. and women and men and misogyny and, you know, relationships and this, that and the other. And I think the crime is just kind of like, all right, that's, that's the way of making people watch this stuff. Yeah. But it's really about the characters, I th- and I think it's phenomenal. So five stars from me.
1: Five stars from me. Five stars from me, but do watch Top of the Lake 1.
0: In uh, As I always say at this point, in uh, sharp contrast, um, craft it yourself, Kay. Why? Why the hell have we done this series on starting on Channel? No, it's starting on Channel Four next Wednesday eight o'clock. To be fair, it's a prime time show. But let's face it, you are the queen of craft.
1: I am. I love it. I love craft. Why? It, who doesn't love craft? If you follow Kay Me. on Instagram, you'll see that she recently she she recently made what was, it, it was a little. I bowl. gave birth to a little bowl. Yes, on the pottery wheel.
0: Sounds disgusting. Sounds like they have Twin Peaks.
2: <laughs> mm. No, because You, you gave didn't birth understand. to a bowl. It was so hard. I imagine it's what Labour felt like, would feel like. Oh, on the pottery wheel. Did oh, you okay. throw it on, like in Ghosts. ghosts? Okay, yes. everyone,
0: does everyone talk about ghosts? I
2: know, is it annoying? You know, just
0: imagine you're Patrick your. I mean, look, it's not, it's not exactly
2: the first time I've heard it. Manipulating
0: your. Hands. It, sounds
2: better. it sounds good when you guys say it, it's fine. But yeah, so, um, or the
0: naked gun with the spoof of it. Oh, with God, it, that's yeah, the a Great scene, great oh, scene. I haven't had that, so that's fine. Come on, watch the naked gun. So explain what the hell Craft It Yourself is, Kay.
2: Okay, so it's a new craft show where um, three presenters, Clemsey Green, who apparently makes crafted, beautifully crafted cakes and home decor devotee, um Aunt Anstead, a luxury car maker, and Robin Johnson, a furniture maker, all get together um, to <laughs> to make some uh, decorative pieces for your home that everyone can do, it's affordable, and they do I don't know I find, and they do mini makes. You're laughing well.
0: at your own craft program. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. What does that say? Yeah. What does that Listen, say? Listen, I've got a lot You can't even say say keep that. a straight face while two. describing mm. your own craft craft programme. What's Listen. like the format? Okay and I mean, I'm mean, asked well yeah exactly I mean you're looking at me like what, what are you talking about what, what there is no format, format. No, well the I'm the saying you think this would have a format but I don't even know but what the, it is but the
1: format is they start mm, they,
2: with a room yeah of course yeah, so <laughs> they find a room that, they need, that needs to be decorated in this case it's a living room that's very you know disorganised it's not decorated in yeah. the best way so then they decide to give it a Cuban makeover so they um, pinpoint different things you can make at home should you ever <laughs> wish to um, to decorate Why everyone's got their heads in their hands which you can then bring to your home if you want to give your home a Cuban makeover plus they do these mini makes which are timed um, incredibly speedy things that you can do for um, not a lot of money and Easy to
0: make. And we've got them, watched them. Ant was painting some tiles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, They tried to make a woven bench and some kind of bearded chandelier. What did you think of all this stuff? Are you you, you interested in craft stuff? Right.
1: I support craft. I love art. I support craft because I love my friend Kay and she's very good at craft. Craft Crafternoons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I am one of those people that. John Lewis was made for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've
0: like, got John, De- John Lewis delivery coming on uh, this well, week. Yeah. Okay.
1: Do you know why that People's is? Posted. Because you don't craft. I no. have no problem no. with going and buying things shop. that look yes. like craft. Because one of my issues with this is like afterwards where they go, oh yeah, that, that bench that took us six hours to weave total costs like £80. I'm like, I'm not being funny. You could probably pick those one, one of those up in John Lewis for sixty quid. Yeah, you know, oh, and no. more sturdy. No. And I'm sure but you get. F- you know, it's very
2: relaxing to make it. Okay. you've got. You know, it's very bespoke. Kay. I found it so, very.
0: I found it very relaxing to watch this because I did fall asleep.
1: Okay, so. <laughs> let let me ask you something because obviously you. I feel like you are the queen of craft. Okay, I mean we are bigging me up as there, well. I have there to say that. is a point in this where Lady Clem what she does is she goes oh right what you can do to really spice up a room is you can get a f- glass frame <laughs> and you can put leaves in the uh, glass i actually didn't hate frame. that frame and
2: brilliant. that yeah. and
1: that is craft and that will spice up your room and let me just say at the end of the episode where the with others go how long how long are those leaves going to last they were well on the turn they yeah. were really yeah. on <laughs> the turn were they were going brown, brown.
0: There's some gammy leaves that oh aren't my in the frame God. yeah
2: Listen, you guys all expect me to love this. Give it five stars, but I... No, I
0: expect you to be objective. Oh,
2: can I You're list the things that I didn't enjoy about the show? I oh, mean, obviously, please do. Yeah, please okay, do, so yeah. I love that the show is dealing with craft because, you know, you, you may, like, take the piss, but more and more people are turning to craft as no. we're relaxing. No, I'm not no. taking the piss out
0: of craft. I'm taking, no. no, I'm taking the piss out of the This program. show,
2: yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so my problems with this show are the presenters. So it's a random mix of people who, you know... Don't really have much of a rapport. I know they do this kind of jokey mm. arguments, but What's actually it comes so staged. It
0: comes so across trying as trying to be like uh, the Top Gear of craft.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's not working. No, no. it's not. Very it's warm. The Chris Evans years for the people who didn't enjoy. I Chris love Chris Evans. I did too. I did too. But the Pogs, they might. Stand have, down. They got him off that show, Kay. People didn't like him. Well,
2: anyway, so you know, there's not much of a rapport, and no. it's just all a bit forced, and yes. it's actually just. It's just squabbling, isn't it, right? So that's annoying. But from a craft point of view, if you do like craft and you're watching this, it's shoddy, right? There's no detail to it. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. It's scathing. It is. Right.
0: I'm, I'm glad we've been... got a craft professional.
2: Yeah. Well, they just don't detail anything. So they don't like, you know, they say one of the mini um, makes was you can make a tassel rope curtain, right? And so they list, you know, the kind of cost and the time, the difficulty and this, that and the other. Rope,
0: tassel, curtain.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they like, they just don't, to say the stages they don't tell you where to get the stuff from and in fact it's so speedy right this yeah. thing is so speedy that they should warn you like strobe lighting in case you've got they sped up the stages they, they sped it up yeah. to such an extent to show how quickly you can make it obviously you can't make it that quickly um that it's
1: barely recognizable what they're doing it's like it's
2: like this blur and it's like and it's done and it's like well oh how God. did you do
1: that do you because know my worst mini make go on, on that? go on tell me cactus cupcakes yeah who the F wants to make a bloody cactus no. cupcake? No. That was ridiculous. And it, and it was actually really, really <laughs> difficult. It's like, get some Oreos. Like, and also, get, and what's it, that got to do with craft? I know. It's cookery. That's well, well, that is kind of making. But also, you know that leaf thing you were talking about? Oh, the so, leaf thing is the avocado, Nigella's avocado on yeah. toast. Listen, of the craft I world. actually
2: like the leaf thing. To ma- it would oh, look good, right? Lord. But the point would is, it? no, she, it look- she, shit. Listen, you're getting it for Christmas. <laughs> um, is that she made it. And then at the end, she went, oh, yeah, I probably should have cleaned the glass beforehand. It's like, love, you're you're the one who's guiding us, right? So why is this so shoddy and hot?
1: It's just, oh. there are no measurements as well, going back to your point. It's like, you know, when they're weaving Maybe there will be
0: on the screen, oh, I don't know, like when. It's you know, not so a graphic no. to
1: come. It's not a graphic to come. Are you sure about that? Not like No, No, they don't go. She just goes, oh, I thought about using this coral wire and this blue wire. Well, you know, you have to go and get that stuff and how much you get and all yeah, of that exactly. kind of oh. And the last thing, no, I've got one more
0: thing. Oh, God. Oh, God.
2: The swearing. Now, you know me, I love an F bomb as much as the next guy. I didn't mm.
0: swear. Well, they said F. They Some were swearing all the time. Oh, it's probably no, bleeped F- out. it no, out. Oh, yeah.
2: I don't care. I can lip read. I don't need to hear that. I don't need to hear any swearing on a craft show thing. Oh my often
0: God.
1: swearing does not go? That's my point. Yeah,
0: I think you're right. They were trying to be, that's where they were trying to be all It's all the like
1: kids. They're, they're trying to be down yeah.
0: with kids. Oh, my God. Let me It actually just
1: looks unprofessional.
0: Uh, yeah, we've already gone on too long. Okay, cause, sorry. Because okay, it was unutterably boring. Right. No, I'm not blaming you. I mean, Are you saying what I'm talking about is No, I was so bored by it. I mean, that's all I can say, really. stuff. It's
1: no cursed I mean, as I've said before, you know either craft or go to John Lewis Yeah. you know because yeah. you don't need to you just, you just, do you know what I mean yeah. it's like get with oh, the
0: John Lewis program don't
1: get you know they, they, somebody else crafts for you and puts it in a department store alright yeah. do something else with your time yeah. and not watch this no it
0: was too long half an hour could have been fine this is an hour long show obviously with Channel 4 ads but oh my god it was it really got really really got me bored Kay how many stars did you give it
2: <laughs> I'm going to give it two and a half stars mm.
0: generous Steph
2: I'm, pro- I'm sorry. i yeah.
0: Don't, don't apologise. One. It was it's a shit. It's one for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was shit. It's not. It's not going to be. Sorry. It's not, Cactus me-
1: cupcakes. Come on.
0: Yeah. Um, next. Well, this is we're reviewing the Ewan Rion album. How do you pronounce his name? By the name.
2: Ewan Rion. No. Ewan.
0: It's, it's, it's Ewan Rion. Ewan? Rion. Rion. It's not like Ewan. Ewan or something. Ewan. I don't, Ewan? don't know. Ewan? Anyway. Get him
1: on the phone. Ewan. E- 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 I think it's Ewan. Ewan Rion.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
1: I really impressed myself at my work. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm impressed
0: by you as well. Oh, is
1: that Welsh? That is... Yeah. Oh, piss off. <laughs> so
0: anyway, we mentioned last week that um, our esteemed colleague had been listening to... Sophie Bland. Sophie Bland had been listening to the Ewan mm. Rion album.
1: No, Ewan Rion. Ewan Rion.
0: And... And we were just astonished. I was astonished, even though I kind of vaguely knew in the back of my mind that he was, a, he fancied himself as a singer. You know, he, but oh, he hadn't quite, hadn't quite. That's so patronising. No, no, no. Well, you
2: fancy yourself
1: as a singer, do you? <laughs> Tapping <laughs> <Apologous>. the horn.
0: <laughs> Apologies to Ewan for being patronising. and not
1: able to pronounce his name
0: properly. So I thought, oh, and the full album was actually listening to it. Funny, it actually came out in 2015. I'm sure they're kind of re, re reminding people that it's available because he's a bigger yeah. and bigger star, even though he's died obviously Ramsey Bottom died in the last he's alive case.
2: in real life
0: he's alive in real life <laughs> yeah he's in we what's can his name confirm. Riviera <laughs> yeah he's in Riviera anyway so I'm his diagnosed. album is called Dinard it's um, it's, it's indie folk acoustic it's 37 <laughs> minutes long it's got 11, 11 songs <laughs> I listened to all of them it was alright
1: Is it indie folk acoustic if yeah. it has to have that many descriptions you, it's oh probably really not. yeah it's like when you go to a restaurant and the menu is like 275 things you're like oh no <laughs> <laughs> this you is not <laughs> yeah, no, no, this is no, no, no. another very
0: <laughs> Steph rule well
1: it is true <laughs> True, though. Come on.
0: But it was, you know, it was. I thought it was. I thought a few of the, it was. A bit wasn't memorable. I don't think it was particularly memorable. Like now, I can't. You know, I'm thinking about. There was one. Like the last. See the last song that had a kind of some flutes and. No, there's like, and one bits. song
2: that I really like. Quite
0: nice. Um, Magic Seeds <laughs> is the last song. But what were you laughing at? <laughs>
1: Well, Okay. What was the song I'm doing that my you do really first? Oh, you right, think well, I'm not going
0: to come to you. I'm going to come to you in a sec.
1: No, you no. wait your turn, Missy. <laughs> you wait your turn.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I say. Anyway, I've nearly finished what well, i have got to say. It was absolutely fine. It was basically like Ed <laughs> was- Sheeran light, wasn't it? But slightly less annoying than Ed Sheeran, maybe. And his voice okay. is fine.
1: Okay. Firstly, yeah. Ed Sheeran is not annoying. Oh, I'm not I'm
0: not to me. I mean, I find him a bit, you know, a bit much. Okay. Yeah.
1: You're wrong. I apologise. Okay. I'm going to describe him as a Welsh Paolo Nutini. Wow. That's what I found it a little bit As like. As a compliment or an insult? No, I like Paolo Natini. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah, no, I like Paolo Yeah, I will just say, all of the songs <laughs> merged into one.
0: Yes, you're right, yeah. A That's little bit. a good, good way,
1: I think. No, a good no. way is the Lemonade album. This was not a great way. No. I mean, you could have it on... Um, it's like one of those albums you could have on when you're when you're eating dinner, and then everyone would go, "Oh, have we heard this one?" And we're like, "Yeah, we've been listening to the same song for twelve songs." <laughs>
2: oh, see, I liked it. I like I liked his voice. I thought he could he could definitely be on the OC soundtrack. Like there's one the ultimate so- really? compliment. Yeah, for me it is. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, oh, those, the OC like soundtrack. light
0: acoustic <laughs> California tunes. Yeah, mm. yeah, it could have been on the OC Don't you think? Right, yeah. Especially
2: Bang Bang, which is my favourite of all of the bang, songs. Bang Bang. Yeah. Why
0: was that your favourite? Because
2: um, it was the first one I listened to, and the only one I listened to. Oh. Um, but it was. I really liked his oh. voice on it.
0: Hold on, wait Boy a minute. Curious. You didn't listen to the album.
1: Well, they're all the same, really.
0: Kay, you haven't done your homework.
1: I didn't expect you to test me. What? Listen.
0: We said we're going to review a thing.
1: We've got so, to review a performance. Was that you your s- favourite song? Is that why
0: you were laughing of at me? The Because one I was song. actually describing the album. No, no, and really. you were I like, listened, oh, I'm mean, going to listen Okay, to one song. listen,
2: I listened to a little bit more
1: and then it's fine. But did it sound the same as Bang Bang?
2: Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. So anyway, Bang Bang was the best one. <laughs> and also, because I watched the video of him on YouTube um, doing a performance of it.
1: Well, his video, and it was
2: great. What was the video like? Well, he was playing the guitar, which I think was oh, fantastic. I'm
0: just really. I don't know about you, Seth, but well, K hasn't actually listened to the album.
2: And and also on YouTube, he said, "Hope you like it as much as I enjoyed making it," which I thought was very sweet. Oh no, that's oh, just what? a banal comment. God, isn't it?
0: It Really, I, mean, like, I agree with you, boys. Sweet about that. It, what? what um,
1: I I do. I I thought he was. A, he had a very good voice. Yep. Okay. Very good voice. Um, and Lovely it was a distinctive voice. voice because he's got a very distinctive yeah, speaking could, voice, yeah. hasn't he?
0: It, it was no, I wasn't. I was expecting maybe his voice, his singing voice, to be like completely different to his. Yeah. but no. He's, like he's, he's But I
1: don't like it when I don't like it when sometimes people, you know, they put on like an American right. singing voice yeah. that really annoys me. Yeah. So I quite like it when people yeah, sing yeah. in his, their actual yes. voice. Yes. Um, I didn't look it up, but did he write all of those? I think he did write. Did he? All well, of
0: it, yeah. know. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. how many stars would you? I mean, I'm not even coming to case. You're not allowed to star. You listen to one song. Uh, Did she bang
1: Bang. I give Bang Bang four stars everywhere. I think it's like a solid, easy listening three.
0: Yeah, three. It's a three, from me. Yeah. A three, well three done, for me. Well done, Yuan
1: Rion. Yuan Rion. Huan
0: Rion. Yuan Rion. Um, Dinard. Out now on the iTunes, on the Spotify. <laughs> since uh, two, sure since The 2015. A CD.
1: <laughs> out now since 2015.
0: Ozark. <gasps> which sounds like a kind of faintly Welsh West country-ish, doesn't it? Ozark. Oh, like,
1: like a cute animal.
0: Yeah. the Ozark. Ozarks? The are the Ozarks. Do you know what they are? They're a, they're a, they're a kind of mountainous, wilderness region, region yeah. in the United States of America. And this uh, is Netflix's latest drama series. It's 10 hours, 10 episodes. It all drops in Netflix style this Friday, 21st of July. It stars Jason Bateman. He's directed a lot of the episodes. Did oh, you know that? He's, he, he has. He's
2: one of my faves. Has he, has he released an album, though?
0: No, he hasn't released an album. And it's created by Bill Dubuque. I think that's I'm pronounced to the right. Do you know what he's done before? No, he did he, he done? wrote the film The Accountant that um that Keanu, not Keanu read Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. That Ben Affleck film.
1: Oh with What's Her Face, That Girl with Yeah, the, with What's she's her face. A, she is also a singer. What is her yeah. name? And doing, oh I love this. Lana Rey. Anna, Anna Kendrick. Freel. Yeah. She's in it? Isn't yeah, she, she is. Yeah.
0: And they're doing a sequel to that as well, believe it or not. Anyway, um we did a re- Netflix thing recently, didn't we? What was the, um Gypsy didn't we? Which was also a kind we, of big, We had high hopes for Which had high, and I And I got bored with that. I, I mm. quite liked the first episode and I carried on watching it. By episode three, I was like, oh my God, this isn't going anywhere. And I totally <laughs> stopped. This I've watched the first two. <laughs> Me too! So who, does anyone want to try and explain the rather slightly complicated plot or... Oh,
2: it's
1: really simple,
0: is it? Oh, okay, it's oh okay, hello. Kate, no, but in, talk. Yes, Kate. No, 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 in, no, like, no. You oh, said, it well, said it now.
1: said it now. Yeah. <laughs> this is your punishment for not, <laughs> for not listening to you. you want to okay, so album. Jason Bateman
2: plays a financial advisor who... Um, it's a bit of a depressing domestic setup. I mean, he's married. He's been married to the same woman for 22 years. Loves her, obviously. He's got two children. Laura
0: Linney, played by Laura Linney, the great Laura Linney.
2: Absolutely, LL. And all the L's. And um, it transpires that she's been having an affair, which Bish. it's revealed within the first few seconds. So that's not a spoiler. Although I have to say... I didn't realise it was the same because he watches this video. Of yeah, this. no, you
0: don't realise. Yeah, that's, that's the, the longest point. time. Yeah, that's revealed halfway through. Yeah, right.
2: I was like, oh, I thought yeah. it was the only one. No, you were yeah, just yeah. with everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. That's revealed. I'm on the same page. Yeah. I like yeah. that.
2: All right. Well, anyway, he finds out she's having an affair, and it actually transpires that he is laundering money for a Mexican drug cartel um, on the side, and that's how he's making his money. Um, unfortunately, it transpires that someone is stealing money from the drug cartel, and they know Likey, and so um, they um. <laughs> Yeah, they basically come and pay him a visit and it's, it's a race against the clock. Can he prove that he didn't do it? Can he get the money that's been stolen back to them? Um, and can he stop all his family from being massacred?
0: Yeah, what's he going to do with his family? And, and the, the reason it's called Ozark yeah. is because he's going to move the family to the Ozarks, Yeah, uh, including their teenage daughter and mm-hmm. younger boy. Who, yeah. Teenage daughter is another sport, right, let's face it. Oh um, yes, I like Although bratty. she
2: does have one of the funniest um, bits of dialogue in there when they're talking about her needing ten dollars for um, this this ca- this char- charity yeah. of yeah. For psoriasis. Yes. Are You to turn
0: that the line?
2: line. No. 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 Okay. okay.
0: Um, <laughs> I thought we we're in sync here. I like, no, we really good. are. Um, it's interesting, is it? Because uh, so it's kind of a bit like Bake Breaking Bad. Mm, it, it,
1: it's got water. W- it's water got white, water written all over it. It, it feels mm. like, um,
0: and, a, and a little bit like um, Narcos. Narcos, Narcos. We're
1: saying water white because obviously, if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, it's it's kind of a nice guy involved in something that he shouldn't really be involved yeah. in, and how he copes with that.
0: And it's a little bit also reminding a little bit of like not the Fargo TV but the original Fargo film, like yes, a, a kind of. Um, uh, that kind of story of crime of, of normal people, if you like, normal suburban people yeah. getting involved in crime and, and huge violence. There's mm. quite a lot of violence in the opening episode, so you'll know whether you can cope with all that. Um, but I thought it was, I thought it was. I, bottom line, I thought it was way more interesting than Gypsy. I mean, in terms of Netflix big 10 hour dramas, mm. I am going to carry on watching it. There's a there's a lot that's going to keep me compelled. Yeah. If you like,
1: I watched the f- I like you. But I watched the first two because I really yeah. really enjoy this one. I'm a huge fan of Jason Bateman, but I always have a bit of an issue because generally most of his movies that he does he plays Jason Bateman do you know what I mean and then
0: his comedies yeah yeah. getting back to Arrested Development of course. well this is what I was going to say Arrested
1: Development is one of my all time best shows of all time you can watch that you can watch that on Netflix as well but and it always worries me and what I was worried about with this is like oh god is he going to just be Jason Bateman again again? but actually no No. he's not he's fantastic (laughs) in this Absolutely brilliant and utterly convincing as this character Marty, yeah. um, who is is basically got to move his family to the Ozarks and he doesn't even know if this is going to work mm. and he's just so stressed.
0: Yeah, and there's a great scene. The key scene in it, I thought, was I, I agree, I think he's really good. And the key scene is where he has to plead for his life. So yeah. the, the the Mexican is. S- slight spoiler, but not really, He's like killed half the people, everyone else basically and he's left brandishing this like leaflet, isn't he? He's like, I, I I, can find a way out of this thing to pay back the money somehow and that's like, you think, oh, that scene must have been, he must have thought when the writer yeah. showed that scene, yeah. But I'm considering, considering
2: he's thing. like obviously a bit of a shit to be endangering his family like oh, yeah. this, I mean, but a I found, yeah, but I found he played it so well that mm. I felt felt very sympathetic towards him and I was really rooting for him. Yeah, But, but,
1: but, Hold on, because the thing is, is that he is he has, is laundering money. But the huge scandal is he doesn't actually know. He didn't know that they were stealing money. That's why it's no, it, so. No, it's the skimming him. off element. Yeah, yeah the skimming, been skimming. But everybody's still on on doing that, something illegal. Isn't he? Everybody. Yeah, oh, yeah really? and he's still he's, endangering he's his, launder- his family by uh, broiling them in a laundering. But his, of tens yeah. his wife of
0: is definitely illegal. His wife knows. His, wife
1: knows. <laughs> his wife knows that that's what he does. She's
0: yeah, yeah. She's totally involved.
1: And let's take a moment to talk about Laura Linney. Laura Linney is my god.
0: Legend. I was on the weekend with Ella Jones sofa with her once. No. It, and she was a delight. Yeah, oh. she's brilliant. Ab- she must be the most legendary person I've ever have been on the weekend so apart from maybe Lucy yeah. Um And uh, she was that. brilliant. And she's been in an incredible array of brilliant films, yes. Yeah. And she's great in this. Okay, big four, fan?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm giving it four stars.
0: Straight in there with the star rating. Straight
1: in there, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to give this four and a half stars because I'm incredibly impressed that Jason Bateman is taking on this role.
0: I'm going to give it four and a half as well. Yeah, so that's Ozark. Netflix, Mm -hmm. this Friday, 21st of July, all 10 episodes. Let us know what you think. At Boyd Hilton, or at Steph Seenan, or at Carrie Barrow. And next, of course, it's Game of Thrones. (gasps) So this is the start, obviously, of the penultimate seventh season of Game of Thrones. You and I, I believe, are both big fans of the show.
1: I... Did you wait? Cat. Did you watch cool. it, watched at it at two? 2 I what I did is I didn't watch it at two. I woke up at five and watched it because I thought right I'll get <laughs> a good I'll get a <laughs> That's good good few hours. A good in. is even weirder. And then no 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 because i had a good, good chunk of sleep. Yeah a good, chunk of sleep. Yeah, good okay. chunk of sleep and then okay. I woke up at five and then had a shower and came to work.
0: Okay fine.
1: Tactical throning. Kay
0: you're less of a obsessive. I'm
1: yeah one of the non throners in the world.
0: Are you fully new to it? What's your game with Thrones? I
2: watched an episode. Provenance. Yeah a couple of episodes.
0: In ever mm-hmm. wow yeah.
1: of, of so, all of the six series you've only watched a couple <laughs> of episodes absolutely yeah so
0: that's interesting that's almost virgin isn't it I mean, almost Game of Thrones yeah. Yeah. Demi-Virgin Demi-Virgin yeah. yeah so Steph I mean what did you think did, Look,
1: I mean what I did as I'm sure lots of Game of Thrones did is I watched the whole of season six just to refresh myself yeah. over the weekend before I made it a whole Game, Game of so Thrones I'm weekend
0: Sky and now TV box sets
1: yeah and amazing and, and it, what I love about Game of Thrones is every time you watch it you kind of feel like you, you see something you didn't see last time anyway so i was like fully pumped for it and i thought it didn't disappoint it was amazing it is exactly what i wanted it it was it was like getting a chessboard and just setting out all your pieces Mm. wasn't it you know we see the way that it opens with aria and you just and i for a minute i was like oh is dead what's happened and i didn't spoiler
0: alert if you still haven't watched it by the way we're about to spoil it a bit
1: but at the end, but the end of last series, you fight Walder Frey yeah, is dead. dead yeah. And then and
0: played, played by the great David Bradley.
1: And there may or may not be a, a flashback or. Yeah, the, it was confusing. Yeah. What happens is immense. Yeah. Arya Stark is basically <laughs> the best person in the whole show.
0: So I was excited because that is what they call a cold open. Oh, in the in the biz. In the biz, in the world of TV criticism, as in before the title sequence, straight into a scene and you don't know what's going on. And it was confusing because we did all think Wilder Frey was dead, mm-hmm. this horrible, monstrous figure who was yeah. in the Red Wedding. Yeah. And I, I was excited because they was calling it the Red Wedding. It was like, oh, what? It's, it's weird. What's yeah, going we're going to find out something, that happen, out something that's going to happen. That's what I thought. And then, it, as a spoiler alert, it turned, turned out to be her. And that was a brilliant opening. Were you confused by that, Kay?
2: I mean no I was confused she by it all right. <laughs> right, okay. it's all gobbledygook to me but and then
0: the title sequence and then you're right it was like a, a but I, what I thought was brilliant about it was that it was setting the scene it was reminding us it was putting all the chess yeah. pieces in place reminding us of all the different alliances and who is where geographically and who's yeah. approaching and where they're going and what they want and that Cersei thinks she's already triumphed and she thinks she's already in charge of everything yeah. quickly reminded by her brother played by he interviewee Nicola Costawaldo in future. fact in <laughs> fact she still has is not really in charge of it she's in charge of like three three bits of it
2: yeah. it was of, like a york notes for Episode,
1: it was a bit... It, right? But it,
0: I thought it was so well done because it could have been really clunky it could. and awful. I mean, literally, the scene I mean, of Cersei and him was on a giant map that they're yeah. walking on and there was another scene where they get, where um, when Daenerys arrived, there was another big map, wasn't there, on that table, on that table, table map. Um, but I thought those elements of it were dealt with it really well and it did so it did the dual purpose of, of reminding us mm. where all the characters are and what, what they're up to and how they're all gathering for the final showdown yeah. and who, who's going to end up being the ruler. But... Also it was really enjoyable and entertaining and funny as well.
1: And especially when they need to they need to set up everybody's stall, don't they? And yeah. I thought actually it would be really tempting for them to just cuz sometimes in some episodes they focus primarily on one family, but actually they give every, everybody an equal amount of time, but you didn't feel like you needed more from one. I think it was it, it was perfectly done.
0: I have two words. Oh good one. Ed Sheeran. Yes.
1: Let's oh, okay, <laughs> yeah.
0: What did you think of his Frankly extraordinary cameo.
1: I mean, I expect him to literally pop up in everything everywhere. And he's gonna be in the Simpsons as now as well. Did you see that announcement there was he? yesterday? Okay. Yeah. He's he was like, Oh, this has been an incredible year. I'm also gonna be in the Simpsons. Um, I I just feel like that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> I, I, as a Thrones purist, yeah. I was a bit like,
0: and they've had have had weird pop stars in it before. Gary Lightbody has been in it briefly, and um, Sigur Ross were in it briefly. But this was different, wasn't it? Because obviously he's one of the most famous pop stars in yeah. the world, he's just and he suddenly pop up three. singing a song and having a bit of dialogue it, with Thomas Turgoose next to him off the Made in England films. Yeah,
2: it wasn't, oh, yeah lo- that, it wasn't a lot of dialogue, was it? That was my problem. No, but he didn't bits. get enough time we, to like. Wanted trans- more. Well, because oh, I wanted God. him, to, I wanted him to be transformed from just sitting there as Ed Sheeran because I just saw him as Ed Sheeran because he was just playing a guitar. So he wasn't embodying a character really like Harry Styles is in Dunkirk. You, could, you, you, you believe who he is because he's acting whereas Ed Sheeran was just,
1: yeah, I just playing a I, song. I, I thought it was laughable actually. Laughable. I th- I, yeah, I did. I really did because I think if you're going to get somebody like if you're going to get a singer to be a cameo I know this is going to sound strange don't get him to sing in it. I mean it did. It sounded like a bonus track off his album. No one wants that. Maybe that's because <laughs> it's his main strength.
2: Just let him play guitar. And he, just he did say,
0: him... "This is my new one." I was like, like it "Yeah, was quite, I know." Yeah. It, was just it, did, it... I, I, I mean, I didn't mind it that much. I was excited to see Thomas Turgus. Um, anyway. Uh, from This Is England. I call it Made in England. (laughs) Brilliant. It was just the title of an Elton John album. (laughs) Anyway, from This Is England. So that was, not. I was excited to see him, but I was totally taken out of it. That's the thing. You're taken out of... Yeah, you're momentarily like, oh, "Oh." this is the
1: Ed Sheeran bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that was a bit ridiculous. My favourite scene in the whole film was Sam Wells. Yes. The brilliant montage of him in the Citadel Clearing out all the shit, it's and very funny. that was that was unlike anything they've ever yeah, done before. They've never done it. Was really before. funny yeah, yeah. and yeah. brilliantly edited little thing. I yeah. thought it was great. I thought we see more stuff, kind of brand yeah. new stuff. Have they
1: got a new director or anything? No, sometimes. it's a very
0: experienced director who directs all the big um, episodes. But I think they just we're going to just do this really funny mm. montage because
1: that was notably different. They it was don't completely do different. Like yeah, that.
0: but it worked brilliantly. It was yeah, really funny. He's did. a lovely, lovable character. Yeah. You know? I think it's all gathering for like people, someone like him. To end up being in charge of everything, I feel like there's some big think? underdog that they're going to end up being somehow yeah, end up think? being on the yeah, throne. Do you know good what I mean?
1: Though, what did it make you think was going to happen? That, that's what I that exactly mean. think, up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's my theory. Because yeah. yeah. I was I, when I was like, oh, I bet Jamie Lannister's going to end up killing Cersei. Somehow, it's going to be between Tyrion's going to come back, and it's going to be like she's going to try and kill him, and then he's going to have to kill Cersei.
0: I think she's going to kill him
1: because, do you know? Didn't you find it shocking that she didn't really care about? Didn't him, give it a shit.
0: She'd got over I the death like, of Tommen, oh. her son, who threw himself out the window. Remember, and in in the... this the incest baby.
1: There's yeah, three, there was three lots they of incest a, babies. A yeah. lot of yeah. incest babies. But
0: her young, uh, he was he was the previous ruler. He threw himself out the window because his because his love had died, and yeah. she, just, she got over it very quickly. She was like, she was fine dead. with it. Yeah, we're still move here. On
1: Oh my god, it was shocking. And that, shocking. But that thing that she's having painted on the floor—that map that she's having painted, which looks a bit, little bit like the map that they used to have in, you know, this morning when they jump over and show, show yeah. oh, the Fred the weather map. Yeah. Let's not talk about him. But yeah, lest lest we forget. No, we should forget. Anyway, yeah, that that, it, that was. I thought that was really amazing. How now they've all got this. Yes. I think you just said. I think they've all got this. Literally, what is the battle plan for all of us? Yeah. But ultimately, oh, I, don't know, I think it's going to be Daenerys. Do you? Um, yeah. I think she's I got really.
0: No, I don't. I think she's too flawed. I think she's. Or maybe too Daenerys and Jon Snow
1: will rule together.
0: No, don't think that. Either. I think they'll all come close. Because I think that's. I think the whole thing is going to be all these maniacal, egotistical kind of people who get carried away with their own power. I think they're all going to fail. I think it's going to be someone kind of honest and good, and you know, on a much. Yeah, that's my. That's. Do you know my who's got to go
1: though? Because he's driving me absolutely mad. Littlefinger.
0: Oh yeah, but he's But Lord Oh,
1: he's, he's fantastic yeah. But he needs his up, comeuppance s- oh, I'm well, excited I just want to tell you One Kay. thing I was excited about Oh wait, go right. on, sorry,
2: okay is that Pilu Asbek or how you say his name is in it who I really loved in Borgen he's Casper Yule in Borgen I didn't know he was in this he was was the one
0: who wants to get married to Cersei in that great sea
1: Okay, so he's the Danish Joshua Jackson well well, if you continue to watch Game of Thrones he is evil he's really evil he is um, yeah he's a Greyjoy he's a brother um, and he is like a huge murderer and he is set to be he's a huge murderer Mm -hmm. and he's he's set to be more evil than um, Bolton Ramsay Bolton this but I series. thought that was a
0: great scene because he's a complete maverick lunatic Yeah, and yeah. he arrives and tries to get married to. to so, so I thought from it she was going to say yes and yeah. she may say yes soon
1: I think she will she, do you know what he's going to do he said there's a bit where he says I need to go and prove myself yeah. I think he's going to try he's going to go try and kill Tyrion and then he's going to and then he's going to bring her the head because that's what she wants she wants the head of Tyrion doesn't she
0: yeah my only disappointment of the whole episode was that Tyrion didn't really get to say anything because I love Tyrion that's the other, my other theory is there might be someone like Tyrion might end up Yeah. it's going to be someone, some put upon person who's endured suffering mm. all their lives and has been bullied or something I think there's a few candidates in that category mm. that may end up being the ruler of the Kingdoms. Of the do years.
1: you think it's all going to go wrong between Sansa and um, Jon Snow
0: Yes. Yeah, I do definitely. too. It's brewing, yeah, isn't it? Definitely. And it's I agree. Gonna, yeah, mm. good.
1: Thanks yeah she's she's looking, she's getting a bit, she's getting a bit antsy. Yeah,
0: mm. yeah. Anyway, overall, a triumph?
1: Oh, an absolute triumph.
0: Yeah. Okay, a triumph? It's
1: got pillow in it,
2: I'm into it. Excellent.
0: Yeah. So that's Game of Thrones. It started on 2am um, Sunday night. It's on, we and it's. I think it's going to be on every week. I think they're going to show the episode every week now. So you've got, you can watch Game of Thrones and then Twin Peaks, the new one every Sunday night in the wee hours of the morning. But how many stars steph would you give episode one
2: five stars i'm gonna just go with the flow and give it five
0: it's got to be five stars isn't it it was so exciting to have it back and now of course it is our favorite time of the week it's question time
1: question time
0: And the question this week, reflecting the release of Dunkirk, which does star Harry Styles out of One Direction, is what's your favourite Harry Styles moment or thing about Harry Styles? Just generally favourite Harry Styles thing. Steph.
1: My favourite thing about Harry Styles is his dogged commitment to always having an excellent shirt Oh, shirt. Shirt. That's my thing. Oh, no. I love his flamboyant shirts. So, Hawaiian. yes heart print absolutely yeah i mean he and he does do you know what he does that not many people can do a short sleeve shirt he pulls them off mm. he really really does and with whatever Funny Harry's enough got, if you're a young
0: international fit pop star you can pull off a short sleeve shirt yeah, yeah.
1: like bruno mars he can do a sh- oh. he can do no, a, a flambeau shirt a short oh, yeah
0: know. yeah of course a
1: super flambeau <laughs> sleeve shirt shorts not many people
2: can do short sleeve shirts no. yeah i no, yeah. would
0: never do a short sleeve, sh- the short sleeve shirt
2: my other thing is um the fact that he's got four nipples
1: I thought he had is, two, he? is it four, four. I think it's
2: yeah which he which he showed me in an interview he told me he had it oh hello oh, oh hello after our interviews <laughs> and he showed me them and I think that's a good USP
0: where are the Frichy other two the then four there's two, the two, underneath there's the two that are so he's the got normal so two yeah. yeah and then he's
2: got two little faint ones underneath fake ones no faint oh faint not fake he yeah, didn't yeah. fake stick them on to impress me hey. like Scaramanga <laughs> in Scaramanga
0: remember <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Lee remember the golden girl he had three that is exciting. Oh my oh, okay, God. so he's he's two extra nipples. Okay, yeah. so
1: we've got shirts covering up extra the four nipples. nipples. Boy yeah. where are you gonna go from there? Well,
0: I've got so many, I mean obviously me and Harry like that. Um, <laughs> uh, I met him a couple of times he was very sweet. and but my favorite is in that in this year in the Apple music documentary oh, yeah. about him. Um, that was made by my friend's production company. Um, that's, he, he spends half the thing naked, like for no—he like, takes his clothes off constantly throughout. And there's, but the f- funniest bit is in, in the recording studio, recording this, the album that came out earlier this year, and he just starts disrobing. Like, for did no you, you see right. the
2: four nets?
0: Well, I, I wasn't, I didn't, I'm now I'm going to rewind. Right, so re yeah. situation. I didn't Come notice on. the four nips, but it just starts taking his clothes off in the middle of the recording studio. And they're like, yeah, I just f- freeing. I just want to free oh my myself. He's so yeah.
1: gay abandon, his of, his gay clothes, abandon his clothing. of his clothing.
0: <laughs> that's my favourite thing. But he's also, is very good in i got
2: for coke. a similar vibe here. We've all gone, he we've all Takes off these flambeau yeah, yeah, shirts. I started with the clothes, sets. you went
1: to the nipples and Boyd's gone full naked. Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that's uh, this week's pop culture stuff analysed in full. And we'll be back next week. Thanks very much for listening. Bye. Bye.